Hi, it's Chris Watkin here at the Property Mart 2021 conference, and I'm here with Nick Wheeler, who is the boss man of Charles Turret, who is the famous uh, shirt manufacturer. Uh, Nick, um, you're here today to talk about culture in business. Uh, in the room next to us, we've got over a thousand letting agents, most of them who are single owners, mum and dad agents. Why is culture so important in being a successful business person? I think you have to decide whether you want to be a long-term business or, or if you're just in it for a quick buck. And, and I think, you know, good business people are in it for the long term. And it's about creating a culture that really matters and resonates with your customers. You know, your customers, customers love a business that is, that has authenticity, especially when it's owner-managed. I mean, customers love owner-managed businesses. They want to deal with the boss. Which is what most letting agents are. Yeah, no, I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, that's what, I mean, I could, you know, I mean, it's a great industry. You know, I love entrepreneurs. You know, I started my business 35 years ago, so I'm now a bit of a sort of bit of an old one. But I love the idea of, sort of trying to help entrepreneurs, just giving them a little bit of, um, it's just really a few nuggets of how you create a good culture because it's, it makes a difference. When a customer's thinking about which agent to go to, you know, if they go, there's, the, there's the, the guys who are just out for the quick buck, and we all, we all know who they are. And then there's the proper family business that, that means something to people and resonates with people. And I think that's, you know, it, it's creating the stories that, 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 that bring the customers in. Now, today we've got predominantly letting agents in that room, and that does create more of a relationship-based marketing, which does work on with the culture. But just coming a, stepping aside, we have uh, in property market estate agents. Would it actually surprise you that only one in eight buyers go back to their original agent they bought their house off? And would the um, what the one in eight go back to the to the one they bought to sell? Yes. Yeah, that would surprise me. And it's okay. just outrageous. It, it's absolutely okay. outrageous. When you consider that um, over half of the people that have moved since lockdown have, have only been in the house up to no more than six years and yeah. 18 weeks. Yeah. So I mean, why do you think most estate agents are not very good at keeping the relationship going and keeping the, you know, you know getting those buyers back t to sell their house? Because I think, uh, I mean, I would imagine, and I don't know, but I would imagine that the guys selling those houses are incentivized to sell that house. They're not incentivized to, to make sure that person comes back again and again. So unless you're, if you're giving people a commission on, on a sale and not a commission on a resale, then they, they, they don't care how they sell it. They're going to just sell it, whatever happens. They want to get that sale in and they want to get, get, get that commission in. So you talked to, talk to us about culture. And again, I'm a huge believer that it's all about people and the stories that you tell. What, what stories have you uh, told at, at Charles uh, Tirrett that, that have created a story that make people want to come back to you and also keep your staff as well? I think it's I mean, one of the things I've always said is that, it, you know, I don't want people to have one of my shirts if they don't like it. So we used to have a, a lifetime guarantee. So we had people who would send their shirts back after 10 years. And that's sort of fine as long as they're not taking the mickey. And then we had, we had one guy who bought 30 pairs of socks, 30 pairs of pants and 30 shirts on the 1st of December, sent them back on the 31st. So we sent him a new set on the 31st of January. He then did exactly the same thing. And I let it get to me. So that I, I said, we've got to stop this policy. So one person slightly ruined it. Because I think that's what, you know, my, my, my basic belief, and we have a six-month guarantee now, and it's not about sending it back in the original wrapping. Who keeps original wrapping? I don't want people to wear my product if they don't like it. I want them to send it back. And I want them to, you know, if they burn it with a cigarette, if they spill tomato ketchup down it, they can send it back. You know, it's about, that's about creating a, a customer who'll come back again and again. You say that you're an entrepreneur, but how do you balance the fact of getting the deal and loving things whilst also building a relationship, you know, almost delayed gratification? I think the important thing for me is that, is that for me, you know, when I started this business 35 years ago, I knew I was going to be doing this in 35 years' time. I mean, I didn't know, but I, I felt like I knew. 
so I felt like you know what the important thing here it, it it's it's about you know it's about building it step by step and it's about building it with customers who are going to come back again and again because you know I you know 35 years ago I was a little bit younger than I am now 35 years younger actually but you know so I was bringing in customers who uh, who, who who were my sort of age and they were going to be buying shirts and ties and suits for 35 years and I knew that you know you you sell one shirt you make a few quid you sell a hundred shirt uh, shirts over 35 years you make a hell of a, lot of, hell of a lot of money okay but how do you balance how do you become almost patiently impatient what tips have you got for entrepreneurs out there because you know in this today's society we all want it now don't we i think you have to you have to see for yourself what what the time frame is of your business if the payback is 20 years it's very hard you know there are, there are certain needs you know you've got to pay the bills today you can't say to people i'll pay you in 20 years time so you've got to see that payback quite quickly. So you, it all depends on what sort of business you're in. And in a way, property is quite a hard business. I mean, I don't know how, how often people are... People, half of people move on average um, every six and a half years. And, but with letting agents, once you've got a landlord, you've got them yeah. for life. But six and, a half, six and a half years is quite a long time to wait. I completely agree. So you've got to have a, you know, a time horizon that is longer than six and a half years because otherwise you, know, it, it, you, you might as well just take the sale now and, and, and be gone. Which is what most estate agents do. Yeah, but the trouble is, but, but it's got to be, but not the family ones, not the ones who really want to build the relationships. And I, and I think that's, that's the difference. And I think you've got to, um, you know, everyone has to make that decision for themselves. You know, some people, they, they start a business because they want to make a load of money and they, want to, they know they want to sell it to private equity in three years' time. Good luck to them. You know, that can work very well. You can be up and down. And, I mean, I call them hares. I'm a tortoise. You know, it's about that long term. You talked in an interview before that when people get good enough, they tend to slack off. Why do you think that is? I think people become complacent. I mean, I, you know, I have a, I have a saying. We have a picture. I have a picture of Russell Crowe in the Gladiator, and we'd sort of fiddled around in Photoshop and made him into a fat, fat, fat gladiator. And I think people become fat gladiators. If you're good at what you do, over the over over time, you start to put on a little bit of weight here. You know, Russell Crowe, gladiator, slaughtered everybody who came into the ring. And you start thinking, this is pretty easy. You know, I'm pretty good at this. So you have another plate of chips and a few more burgers, and uh, then you become a fat gladiator. And then somebody comes in, or a lion comes in and eats you. <laughs> and, and I think that's quite true, in, quite true in the business world. I think people just, over time, it's a very dangerous thing where you just become a little bit complacent and a little bit fat and happy. So how do you balance the complacency versus being patient and still working hard? How have you done it? I think, I mean, to be honest, I mean, I've been through ups and downs. I've been complacent and I've made lots of mistakes. I've made some big mistakes. I've been, I nearly went bust in 94. Um, I nearly went bust again in, 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 in um, 2005. And it's, about, it's just about learning from those mistakes. And it's, it's amazing because you read books and you can see other people making mistakes and you, they, they tell you not to do it. But unless you actually make the mistakes yourself, it's really learning, learning from the mistakes, you, you know, that you make yourself. Nick, thank you for your time today and I hope everyone on stage enjoys your chat. Great. Thank, thank you. Thank you very much.